Well, America, here we are again with more mini-episodes. I am being forced to do these by my now-returned producer, Tim, so I am going to, in turn, force them upon you. In these mini-episodes, I will be answering your semi-important questions. I call them semi-important questions because the only important questions in the world come from yours truly. Um, you can submit your semi-important questions on social media, at America the Podcast on Instagram, TikTok, and uh, Facebook. I will also be doing my very important readings, in which I read documents that have something to do with the previous episode. Unless they don't have anything to do with the previous episode, in which you will just deal with it. I mean, you're reading history, or I'm reading history to you. And playing piano at the same time, it's quite hard. Anyways, since I have nothing to say to you outside of my normal episodes, I guess we'll now go to semi-important questions. It's time for semi-important questions. Our first semi-important question comes from Little Alex from Queens, New York. Little Alex writes, Dear Mr. Thebadias, You've mentioned that you are a fan of the Great British Baking Show. I thought you hated everything American. What's the deal? Signed, Little Alex, Queens, New York. Well, Little Alex, of course I like Bake Off. I'm not a monster. Second, I don't hate everything that isn't American. If it wasn't for non-Americans coming to America, we wouldn't have a country and I wouldn't exist. Besides, have you ever tried a jammy dodger? Jam and shortbread. If I wasn't immortal, I would eat those until I die. Next. Our next semi-important question comes from Little Charles from Denver, Colorado. Little Charles writes, Dear Mr. Thebadias, You hinted at your sexuality in one of the first episodes of season five. Are you no longer a ladies' man? Signed, Little Charles, Denver, Colorado. Well, Little Charles, I would first like to say that is very heteronormative of you to think, and that is not a compliment. Second, I never said I was a ladies' man. I am now and will always be a man of the people. Consenting adult-aged people. Next. Our last semi-important question comes from Little Trevor from Baltimore, Maryland. Little Trevor writes, Dear Mr. Thevadias, do you like sports? Signed, Little Trevor, Baltimore, Maryland. Well, Little Trevor, I do indeed, but really only the sports that induce brain injuries, as those are the ones that make me the most money. The NFL, the AFL, uh, the UFC, American Rugby. I have lots invested in those organizations, and, well, I'm not de-investing, that's for sure. This has been Semi-Important Questions. Exhilarating stuff, but uh, for me, that is. Not your questions. Those were semi-important, as I previously stated. All right, um, well, I guess we'll take a break, and then when we come back, we will go to very important readings. Uh, okay, I, gu I guess this is where the music comes up. Oh, my God, there it is. Okay, um, commercial now. It's America, the podcast. And we're back, and I hope you purchased something from those commercials so that I may keep doing this show. If you don't, then I, like Alex Jones, will be going out of business by the end of the day perpetually. Not really. You know he doesn't actually go out of business. He's a, a snake oil salesman. I was the original snake oil salesman. I squeezed oil right out of a rattlesnake and sold it to people. And then those people died because that was rattlesnake poison. But uh, no one ever caught me, and as I have stated before, the statute of limitations on murder is, uh, oh wait, non-existent? Okay, then scratch all of that. I did none of that. Um, 
While I call my lawyers, let's go to very important readings. On today's very important readings, I read from the memoir of Elisha Bostwick, a colonial soldier who was there at the crossing of the Delaware in both battles of Trenton. It should be noted that he refers to General Washington in his writings as His Excellency. Mr. Bostwick writes, Our army passed through Bethlehem and Moravan town and so on to the Delaware, which we crossed nine miles north of Trenton and encamped on the Pennsylvania side and remained there to the 24th of December. Our whole army was then set on motion and toward evening began to recross the Delaware, but by obstructions of ice in the river did not all get across till late in the evening, and all the time a constant fall of snow with some rain. And finally our march began with the torches of our field pieces stuck in the exalters. They sparkled and blazed in the storm all night and about daylight a halt was made at which time His Excellency and aides came near to the front on the side of the path where the soldiers stood. I heard His Excellency as he was coming on speaking to and encouraging the soldiers. The words he spoke as he passed by where I stood and in my hearing were these. Soldiers, keep by your officers. For God's sake, keep by your officers, spoke in a deep and solemn voice. While passing a slanting slippery bank, His Excellency's horse's hind feet both slipped from under him and he seized his horse's mane and the horse recovered. Our horses were then unharnessed and the artillerymen prepared. We marched on and it was not before long we heard the out-centuries of the enemy both on the road we were on and the eastern road, and their out-guards retreated firing, and our army then with a quick step pushing on upon both roads at the same time entered the town. Their artillery taken, they resigned with little opposition, about 900 all Hessians with four brass field pieces. Their remainder crossing the bridge at the lower end of the town escaped. We march the next day with our prisoners back to an encampment. I here make a few remarks as to the personal appearance of the Hessians. They are of moderate stature, rather broad shoulders, their limbs not of equal proportion, light complexion with a bluish tinge, hair cued as tight to the head as possible, sticking straight back like a handle of an iron skillet. Their uniform, blue with black facings, brass drums which made a tinkling sound, their flag or standard of richest black silk, and the devices upon it and the lettering in gold leaf. When crossing the Delaware with the prisoners in flat-bottomed boats, the ice continually stuck to the boats, driving them downstream. The boatmen, endeavoring to clear off the ice, pounded the boat and, stamping with their feet, beckoned to the prisoners to do the same. They all set to jumping at once, with their cues flying up and down, soon shook off the ice from the boats, and the next day recrossed the Delaware again and returned back to Trenton. And there, on the 1st of January, 1777, our years of service expired. And then by the pressing solicitation of His Excellency, a part of those whose time was out consented on a $10 bounty to stay six weeks longer. And although desirous as others to return home, I engaged to stay at the time and made every exertion in my power to make as many of the soldiers stay with me as I could, and quite a number did engage with me who otherwise would have went home. End of very important reading. Well, America, there you have it. Mr. Elijah Bostwick, your service cannot be thanked enough, especially because you convinced a bunch of starving colonial soldiers who missed their families to serve even longer in a cold, losing war. People like you, Mr. Bostwick, who pressed on when all hope seemed lost, are an inspiration to each and every person today. There are times when it might seem the efforts to make this country a better place might seem futile. Well, to that I say, follow the lead of Mr. Bostwick. Though times might seem dark and... 
Your battles seem to be losing. Keep pressing on. You will always make the world a better place if you keep trying. It may not seem like it now, but if you make a difference in at least one person's life, it will all have been worth it. Wait a minute. Who, who wrote this? This doesn't sound like me. Mine from the age of pulling yourself up by your bootstraps and just making a million dollars that your dad gave you. Well, my dad didn't give me any money. He was dead long before the revolution. But I did steal a lot of it. So if you can steal a bunch of money, do that. I can't encourage people to steal? Well, then what is the point of this? Ah, whatever. This has been very important readings. What do you mean the feds are on their way? All I did was give snake oil to a... I know it was rattlesnake poison, but I gave it to them almost 150 years ago. How is that still... I could go to jail for 40 years? Pay them a million dollars and call it a day. All right. Yes, I love you too, Carmine. All right, I gotta go do this thing. All right, America, that was very important readings, and I was just on the phone with my lawyer, and, um, hopefully we'll pay off a couple judges and I'll be cleared of those murder charges. All right, um, well, I guess that's it. And, uh, we'll tune in next week for, uh, what's the next episode? Lafayette? Lafayette, 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 give me some of that. Ah! Oh, I forgot that he has that really funky theme song. Well, hear that and more next week on America, the podcast. And don't forget to follow the show on all the social medias and subscribe, or I guess follow now on iTunes and subscribe on all the other podcast apps. It's getting complicated. Just hit the plus button or like button or wherever you see my beautiful American face, smash that like button as the kids say. All right, good night and good fight. It's America, the podcast. This has been a production of Shui Media, all rights reserved. For more information, please visit shuimedia.com.